How's it going, everyone, and welcome to Off the Top with Eric Paris and Red. I am your host, Eric, and this is... Your boy, Red. And there's no P today. P is out doing family stuff, so we are taking the hosting duties today. Yeah. So just going to be another extra episode, just, you know, talk about... Not not too much crazy stuff happened this week, but, you know, it's... uh. Let's get into it. So uh, what... What's in the water in Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, people not playing that shit no more, man. Man. Yeah, yeah like uh it, it, yeah, like we could have talked about this last week, but literally the day after uh we had recorded, like uh my buddy Mitch was the one that texted me and he was like, Did, "Whoa, like I went on Twitter or X, whatever they're calling it now." And he's like That's so stupid. He was like uh did you did you see this? Do you see what's going on on Twitter right now? I was like, "What? What's going on?" And he was like, "I just witnessed an ancestral ass whooping." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like so that he has some history behind it. Yeah, yeah. Like he sent me like a bunch of clips and you know all the memes and stuff. But like, honestly, he kind of felt like a CNN news reporter. I was like, "Man, he's yeah. on the front lines," you know, <laughs> like just because he we saw it first. showing us everything. Okay, okay. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, fuck around and find out. That's the moral of that lesson. In that, in my Man. opinion, like. That was a good fight, bro. Cause so look, right when I first saw it, I didn't even know that was the uh, the dude with the Crocs that looked like they was eating his feet. The yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know that either. Everybody kept saying, "Oh my gosh, look at this man Crocs! He got arrested." That's all they left it at that, bro. So when I finally saw the whole fight, I'm like, "How did y'all miss all this? You yeah. feel me? That Crocs not that important." Old lady was getting beat up. Uh, she just got arrested yesterday. Yeah, yeah, a few, a few people did get arrested days yep, later. Yep. So, uh, chairman, uh, uh, uh you're, in our, you're in our prayers, chairman. <laughs> big, oh, got we, caught up, bro. We don't know your, you don't know your name, but rest assured, your bail's getting paid for. Most definitely <laughs> is, bro. As soon as they figure out his government and how much it is, he out of there by the by the night. I'm, I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a GoFundMe right now, like already getting ready for it. <laughs> yeah, everybody who got locked up that was on our side is most definitely getting out <laughs> tonight. I already know it. Yeah, be that a was a good out. fight, though. Yeah, man, yeah. they they you you heard they call it the uh the Battle of Montgomery, right? Did they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this one is really about to take over the original one from back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's do like a quick little rundown. So if if you're watching this and you have been living under a rock for the past week, uh, basically what happened is a riverboat ride in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, they were uh, people that were taking this little river cruise uh, were trying to dock their boat. Uh, and then there was a white family that had parked their pontoon on the dock that is reserved for this riverboat. Uh, the captain you know, walked off onto the, the dock and tried to ask them to move the boat. They refused. And then it got physical. He ends up yeah. getting jumped by probably four or five people, maybe more, you know? Yeah. And then um, uh, the one thing I saw, yeah, <laughs> the, one, the one thing I saw was the bat signal of the hat being thrown into the air, you know? And then, like, like, the Avengers music in the background, and then it seemed like every black person in within, like, a, you know, two-mile radius descended upon the dock. Bro, (laughs) it was beautiful, man. It was beautiful. I I don't know where he got this from to just let it go. Yeah, that was was the shot being fired. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody, come quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. So then a, a huge brawl unfolds across this entire dock. Um, yeah. When most of the people start getting there, trying to, you know, back up the guy that was jumped, the family tries getting away. They're in the pontoon trying to drive off. And yep, then, yep. you know, collectively, they were like, nah, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's not happening. It was one dude grabbing the rail of the boat like you ain't going nowhere. Aquaman came swimming. Yeah. Man, it, it was crazy. The police were there, but they had no idea what to do, you know. Yeah. And, uh, if you watch the video, you can really see the police was kind of like watching people get hit. Oh, yeah. And smacking people with chairs. And they were just like, oh. Yeah. You, well, you stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, they're trying to discern who the aggressor is. And then, exactly. yeah, a lot of people were arrested. Um, thankfully, you know, it was people on both sides, as it should have been. You yeah, know. yeah. Because uh, we all know if it was, you know, like just the black people or just the white people. Even more brawling would have gone down. Most know. definitely, most yeah, definitely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I saw I saw uh, reporting happening. I guess that family was being uh, sent to the hospital from you know their minor injuries. Okay, minor. Oh. And they were freaked out because when they got to the hospital in Alabama, by the way, <laughs> and you were surprised that most of the people that were you know seeing to them were black, and they were yeah. terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this don't happen again in this yeah. hospital bed. Like, oh shit! You think word traveled? <laughs> <laughs> Can we all get in one room? Like, yeah, do not yeah, split yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we Man. need extra security on this. Floor. You feel me? Uh, Dog. So, yeah. So uh, that yeah, but you had folding chair man who you know kind of saw it go down and then probably in his mind was like i can end this really fast you know just right, hand, me, hand me this lifetime chair yeah <laughs> he was whacking them bro it's memes everywhere uh, tiktok this one dude had a chair with a beam on it somebody i ain't gonna never miss <laughs> my, my target hitting every time i heard three rap songs already uh have you seen the memes where they got the folding chair in their front seat with, with tim's on yeah yeah man tim's you Bro, you getting violated if you got Tim's on. You know it's over. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I saw a meme that had the boat on the dock, but the boat was replaced with the Tim. Yeah. And it said the SS dead ass pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> they not fucking around, bro. I seen the, uh, a screen print of the shirt talking about the Battle of Montgomery 2023. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, that, that dude had that shirt made like within an hour of that yes, going bro. viral. It was <laughs> over. It was like... The fight is still going on. He called the screen, man. Hey, bro, can you uh make me a shirt real quick? Yeah, yeah. He had it up by the end of the fight, bro. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, he was ready for it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, like uh, there was a collective kind of, you know, like as it went viral, there was a collective like, why the fuck did you do that? You know, you yeah. should have known. You should have known that was going to happen. You know, right though. Like you about to jump this man yeah. and. It's black people everywhere. I'm not saying that it wasn't a good mixture of people, but you got black people on the boat, walking on top of that. Like, it was so many different angles. By the time the week was out, you knew you was about to get jumped. You should have just let, let, let that be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, there was an absurd amount of angles. It kind of reminded me of, like, the January 6th thing, like, at the Capitol. Like, you know, there's angles yeah, in every yeah. different room. Like, you know, yeah. just, like... There's no way you're getting involved in this fight and thinking, oh, they're not going to find me. Like, no, we got <laughs> we got 3D scans of your face, man. Bro, <laughs> HD. Man, did but, you uh did you peep that um 
What was it? It was a few people that tried to run underneath the thing and they got met with some more people in their face oh. and they beat them up and dragged them back. Oh, no, and, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one that was like on top of the boat, though. And it uh, it showed the two guys, one with long hair trying to run away. And he got stopped by two guys and they dragged him back in the middle of the fight. Kept, kept beating him up, though. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing about that is like I wish we could have heard what was said, you know, that before the fight initially yeah, started. Like, like what keyed it off. Yeah, like cuz to like if you look at the video, you can see where the guy approaches the family. And yeah. I don't believe he said you stupid white son of a bitch, move this piece of shit. Yeah. No, like no, it was probably just like, "Hey, you can't park here." Like th- yeah. we have to dock, you know. Yeah, this big boat has to take this yeah, spot. Yeah, like this spot yeah. is reserved for that, you know. You feel so me? I'm like, "Why the hell are you throwing hands when like you're obviously in the wrong?" You it's know. It's privilege. I'm sure there's Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I'm sure there, <laughs> I'm sure there's signs there that say no parking, no docking. Anyway. For sure, for sure. You know? And it's just like, you really thought you were going to you know, just what jump this guy and leave and nothing was going to happen. Like, man, come on. But yeah, the privilege thing, you, you, you called it out for sure. But that goes yeah. back to what you said. Fuck around and find out they thought they had it. Yeah. Clearly didn't clearly yeah. didn't. Uh, did, you see, did you see the uh, wildfire in Maui? Yeah, bro. Uh, uh, prayers and blessing goes out to them people that's on them islands right now. For sure. For sure. But, uh, they was jumping in the ocean or like, you know, on the yeah. bay just so they can not get burned up. And I heard it's not even like a wildfire. I heard somebody did that shit on purpose. Oh, oh, is that what some people are saying? Yeah, I, I watched like three videos and it was like to the people that's trying to burn stuff up. Can you please stop and spread it and they can't contain it? Hmm. And I'm like, damn, is it really people or did some freak accident happen? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know too much about the cause, but it's uh, yeah they they did have a nearby uh, tropical storm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if it was actually upgraded to being a full fledged hurricane, but the winds from that are what really kind of boosted this thing. Picked to, it up, yeah, and uh, Damn. yeah. So like you you literally have a city that's you know off the map now, you know, and it's yeah. it's nuts, you know. Like yeah, you really feel for the families that you know have businesses on there that you know their livelihood is in tourism. And Facts. now, what tourists are you going to get when your entire town is burned down? Yeah. Know? So, like, hopefully they can rebuild, you know, hopefully they can, you know, kind of find their loved ones because there's still a lot of people missing, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, it's terrible to think about. But, uh, yeah, if uh, any listeners want to donate, I think the Red Cross is accepting donations for that. So, okay. uh, yeah, it's yeah, it sucks to see it, you know, because. You know, like Hawaii is kind of seen as like one of the jewels of, you yeah, know, the U.S. Very like, beautiful, yeah, beautiful yeah, so. water, sky, everything. I would never picture that, yeah, you yeah. know, happening there. Yeah. So, yeah, sucks to see. But hopefully, you know, uh, they'll be able to pick themselves up soon. And mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll happen. You know, uh, uh, that's one thing that like is uh, something that I've found is that. In the U.S., you know, specifically, you know, like when the time gets tough, you know, when bad shit happens, like even though there is so much shit and division going along, like like people do definitely get tighter and, you know, lift each other up in those areas. So, yeah, praying for them for sure. It's uh, yeah. yeah, Hate to see it. (sighs) Man, that was a big sigh right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it sucks, you know. But that kind of stuff happens all over, but, you know, you hate to see it when, you know, 
especially being in Michigan, like it almost kind of feels like you are so close to home. Well, no, 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 in Michigan, it's like, oh, it's like you feel helpless. It's on the other side of the world. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, like, like I got you. Yeah, like what can I do? You know, I can't but, just take a flight down there and just be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. let me, you know, this 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 six hundred, seven hundred dollars over here. Yeah. Then I gotta find a place to stay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. How long you think it's gonna take them to like rebuild that type of stuff? I don't know about time, but I did see somewhere that there was an estimate that it's probably gonna be like. I don't know, it might be low and it might have changed, but around like five, uh, five billion seems kind of low, but they said five billion would be like just to rebuild, you know? So you, this could be a couple year long thing. Like this isn't yeah. something that next year will be fixed. It'll be, For sure. it'll be a I while. Had, you know? I had a five year uh, span in my head just to like get all the structures and everything back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard too. Cause like Hawaii is very remote. You know, like mm. uh, getting things there to rebuild is exactly you know, it's not a simple task, you know. But uh, yeah. Again, prayers out to y'all. If you got any family and friends or yourself out there, you know, Michigan, we fucking with y'all. Yeah. I was about to say on other news. Uh, did you see the strawberry starfish? The what? No, no, no it, I haven't. So it's this new thing they found in um, Antarctica. It's not really new, but the one they found in Antarctica, Antarctica is a uh, strawberry starfish, or something like that, right? It's like it's like a new new animal they found, or this version, yeah, this version okay. only. So we already got starfish. They look almost like uh, coral reefs, or when you got the the colorful things in your fish tank, maybe like lime green, pink, okay. stuff like that. They look just like that and they move really free and they like very close relatives to a regular starfish that doesn't move as free as they do, right? Right. They just found some in Antarctica, bro. And they normally are 13 inches long, maybe 14 tops. They found one 135 feet long. What? Yes. And they got 20 limbs and the only reason they call it a strawberry is because like the head of the smaller ones is shaped just like a little strawberry but this one is so goddamn big but they said it's over 400 years old like this is not the you about to find this in your you know like michigan type shit yeah you're not gonna find a bunch of these yeah 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 yeah. and i was doing a lot of research on i'm like all right bet let me figure this out so i can talk about it on the podcast and literally like my 10th video there was like no that wasn't the one we found that's like randomly throughout the ocean. It was just one in some ice. That's all. Cause I was about to say, Oh, okay. Yeah, I ain't going swimming again. If I see <laughs> <laughs> 135 feet, 20 limbs, just you feel me? Like they eat plankton. Can you imagine if it's that big? It's eating us. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. It's, there's so many different things in the ocean that we don't know about. So it's yeah. like, you get in at your own risk, you know? For sure. And I can't swim. And I know it's bad because it's like a hella stereotype. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. man, I, I need to break the curse, bro. I got to learn yeah. how to swim with some float at least, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's kind of weird how like some of that stuff, like uh, like they just keep growing. Like, they don't stop. Like lobsters are one of them, you know? Yeah. Like if you see like a really, really, you know, like you'll see like in some restaurants, like big fancy restaurants, they'll have like a... 
uh, like an aquarium in the front and you'll see like mm-hmm. a lobster that's like you know fucking you know three feet across or sometimes yeah. bigger and but the thing is that like, you can't eat those because like the older they get the meat becomes like less tender and it uh-huh. won't taste as good so like if you see like a really 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 big one for the most part fishermen just throw them back you know like, there's no need mm. for them you know so, that, so. so that's grandpa yeah but they just they just keep growing so like they you know they, they can get huge okay um, but yeah like it's it's kind of wild like how things in the ocean like we we don't know what makes them do the things they do but they you know get you know abnormally large and yeah. especially like the deep sea ones like yeah because yeah. what is that called where it's like levels to it where it's like pitch black at that lower level but it's kind of hard to break through um i don't know what the levels are. i know what you're talking about but i'm not sure yeah, what, they're, yeah. what they're called but yeah like uh just the amount of pressure down there you know yeah because like, so- if you do find something and try to bring it up like sometimes the fish like dies because it's not used Instantly, to that pressure. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. pressure is too light. It's, it yeah. needs that constriction on them type shit. Yeah. But uh, that's kind of like when I watched the, the, the Meg, when the Meg uh, broke through because the something exploded kind of in that area and it let it go through. Them They say everything down there is extremely large. Yeah. It's just been, what, generations down there. Like we used to sharks 20 feet. That's going to be 90 feet. Uh, lobsters might be 15 pounds. That's going to be 100 pounds. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. Man, the sea life's scary, though. I ain't going to lie. All that shit look like aliens to me. Yeah, it does. No, it does. It does. Uh, yeah, the, speaking of Meg, uh, did you see the thing that came out with Meg 2? Have you seen it? I ain't seen it yet, but I saw it was like multiple sharks. It just wasn't one this time. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Uh, no, the uh, I guess there's a scene in the movie where the star, Jason, I think Jason Statham comes back. Yeah, he is. Uh, but he free dives, you know, at a depth to, you know, go toe to toe with the Meg or whatever. But so like just like a scuba suit and shit. And the thing is, like this movie's coming out after everybody seemingly in the world has kind of been versed after that submarine implosion of what oh. the body can't withstand. Yeah. So yeah. like he's supposed to be diving at like, you know, 15,000 feet and it's like no he like he would he wouldn't he wouldn't live you know <laughs> yeah so we like got had, the science now yeah yeah so had the movie come out like before that implosion people would be like okay yeah whatever you know but now everyone knows like nah 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 i just read this i just read this yeah, yeah. so yeah I, I noticed that the other day and i was like yeah like had had that implosion not happened like that probably wouldn't have been a big deal you know man they said uh I gonna say they said, but I said it's kind of like if they do another one, it's gonna start turning to like the Fast and Furious of, of of the sea, because I was not expecting a second Meg to come out of this. Like, what even brought them out? Yeah, I, I don't know. There's some movies that I wish had franchises, and then there's others that I'm like, oh, they're keeping that going for some reason, you know? Like Sharknado. I. I forgot. I forgot about Sharknado. Like I kind of uh, like repressed it in my mind. <laughs> yeah, that is one we should just let go to the history books, bro, and just don't talk about it ever again. Uh, yeah, but it, it had like five movies or four, didn't it? Yeah. Like, not not to like you know insult the actors that did those movies, right. but like, come on, 
Like, yeah, they're asking you to do Sharknado <laughs> and you're like, hey, this could be my shot to get back in. You know, it's like, yeah. come on, like you pick your projects a little bit better. You feel me? But like, yeah, it's, you know, you gotta, you gotta pay the bill somehow. So facts, facts. Are they still on strike? The uh, writer people? They, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's actually the talk about that. Guild. Yeah. So uh, it's now the um, uh, SAG-AFTRA and the WGA. So SAG-AFTRA is the union of the actors and the WGA is the Writers Guild of America. Mm-hmm. So basically um, it started with the, uh, the Screenwriters Guild and um yeah, so the uh, the screeners go, sorry. And basically they wanted to uh every every so often they do a negotiation with okay, uh like back in the day, like early days of television, you'd get residuals, you know. Mm-hmm. If you worked on a show, if you did writing for a show, if that show kept receiving money, you know, getting reruns and stuff like that or picked up on syndication, you would still be getting a check, you know. So like say uh a big show like friends. If you wrote for friends, um, when they got picked up, cause uh, friends was originally on was it CBS. I think it was. So it was on CBS. You got paid for the, the TV show being on CBS. Right. So years later they got, it gets picked up by TBS. So now you're getting a check from TBS because you worked on that show. You get those mm-hmm. residuals coming in, but the big problem now lately has been streaming. So, the residuals don't work the same way. So if you're writing for a show, it doesn't matter how many times people see it on uh, Netflix, you know, and Netflix has been notoriously kind of iffy on the books. You know, like they don't really say like how much money they get from a show, particularly, you know, because it's a streaming service. Like all of its content is is the reason why people are subscribing, you know? Yeah. So these writers have been like, whoa, like, so what notoriously used to work back in the day, you know, back in the nineties and, you know, early aughts, what worked then is not working now. And so you've seen these big, uh, these big streamers like, you know, HBO or, um, max as it is now and, uh, Netflix, they've basically kind of tried to phase out some of these screenwriting duties. So it used to be, if you wrote for a show, you would write the episode and then you would show up on set. Say there was something that happened, you know, during filming when, you know, collectively people were like, "Whoa, this line doesn't work. You would go to your writer on set. The writer would change the line, tweak it, tweak the storyline. And then, okay, that's another writing credit for you. And then we're going to film around that. Now what's happening is Netflix is saying, Hey, we want you to, to write the entire show, the entire season and give that to us up front. So now there's no need for you to come on set. Oh. So when they would have been getting more money that way, they're not getting it now. They streaming. cut that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what used to be these guys could afford to, you know, pay their bills and stuff from doing one TV show. Now you're seeing these guys have to write for multiple, multiple shows, you know. Damn, just to get by type shit. Nah. Yeah. So yeah, you're literally seeing a lot of these uh, actors. Like there's a, I think I saw one recently. He was one of the head writers for a TV show on FX called The Bear. And it's a, it's a cooking show. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it's good. I heard it's good. Yeah. Well, he, he has to, he had to have another job while he was writing that show because he wasn't getting paid enough. 
You know. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard a lot of people are picking up like full time or part time jobs, and then they take like a three month break to help write the show, and they got to go back to work right after that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy because before writing used to be a good gig. You know, you could yeah. you know just get by on writing, and you didn't have to have another job. You know. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, so now it's uh, with the Writers Guild going on strike, um, the Screen Actors Guild, the SAG after it, they have agreed to go on strike too. So now okay. you're seeing members of the uh, the acting union saying, "Okay, we're not going to work either." You know. Mm-hmm. So what you're going to see now from these, you know, big big uh, studios like CBS, you know, all those guys, you're going to see a lot of content come out. Uh, uh, being stuff that was already written before the strike happened. So okay. you're, you're going to see a lot of stuff that they passed on. Like, nah, this isn't going to be yeah. that good. And so you're going to see that stuff start coming out, you know, and you're going to see maybe some actors that, you know, either stuff that was already filmed or you're going to see some new people that you've never seen before, you know, try yeah, to yeah. star on this stuff, you know, so I had a feeling that was going to happen too. Yeah. So you're going to see kind of a lull in your movies and TV. This is going to be the, you're basically the B-sides. Yeah, you know? yeah but I was like the, the B-list, C-list <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, so... Um, but yeah, does, does it kind of play better for the B-list actors? Because now they finally get a couple dollars because their show was passed on. Yes and no. Like, okay. if their show comes out at this time, fine. But if they go to act on it, pretty much every big actor in Hollywood it's is going to hate of, them. Yeah, it's part of yeah. SAG-AFTRA. Okay. So, like... um. I was reading, you're seeing a lot of Hollywood A-listers step up. There is a, cause like a lot of unions, there's a fund, yeah. you know, there's a strike that happens and you need some, uh, uh, like financial help. There's a fund that you can get some money from to help pay for bills or groceries or whatever. I'm Dwayne, right. the rock Johnson gave, I want to say it was upward of, you know, $10 million for this fund. It was the largest yeah. donation they've gotten from a member. Okay. And that in turn, has encouraged other actors to do the same. So George Clooney is putting into that fund, you know, like all your A-listers are also saying, no, no, no. Like we want to keep this going so that these guys can get what they're owed, you know? Exactly. But you're also seeing it. uh... Yeah. You're also seeing it affect people outside of the U S squid game. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's notoriously known that the writer that wrote squid game got almost no money from Netflix, even though it was Netflix's biggest show for like an entire year. Right. That shit was fire. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a phenomenon. Everyone saw Squid Games. Yeah, but, costumes for Halloween going that. All yeah. types of everything so, going on. So now, uh, what's happening over there is the Korean government is also trying to, ch- excuse me, is also trying to change the laws, so that they uh, that doesn't happen anymore. So that mm-hmm. they will be getting more money from Hollywood for content that is made in Korea. Right, right. So you're not only seeing the writers guild and the actors in the U S trying to get more money out of what they're owed. You're also seeing, uh, screenwriters and actors from outside of the U S saying, no, 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 we want some money too. Like there's no yeah. reason why we shouldn't get, be getting paid for these big hits. You know? Yeah, exactly. And then a lot of, a lot of them Korean dramas is actually really good, bro. I'm not going to lie to you Yeah. that, uh, I forgot that boxing movie that just came out with like the Hitman, not the Hitman, the mob boss hired, these two boxers to work for them, bro. They be slugging them things. <laughs> <laughs> so good, bro. Made me want to get back in the boxing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta change my title for middle skill hitman, but uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, name pending. Yeah, for sure. Name pending, yeah. for sure. 
but I always thought, you know, if we're going to keep it real, you know how um, streaming for music is, right? Yeah. Every thousand plays, or even podcasts, every thousand, 10,000 plays, you get a residual, you know, like ad sense or something like that. Yeah. I feel like Netflix or all streaming services need to do that. Like, yes, I paid, let's say, a million dollars for the show, but it's been played 30 million times, which collectively, let's just say, that's $3 million we're going to break up between everybody else type shit. Right, right, right. I feel like that would be the most sensible way to do it because it's already been done with music and and YouTube and shit like that. So why not implement it on y'all? But I think they just want the money. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the big thing. Like when, when you started seeing a lot of these guys come out, like Netflix was the big one, then Hulu, mm-hmm. then Max, then dis, uh, the Discovery of one. Anyways. There was like an arms race. They were trying to pick up as many shows as they can, you know, because whoever had the most content was the one that was going to get the most subscribers. Like even Disney plus was like, oh, we're going to put all of Disney's old catalog on there, you know? And, but the thing is, uh, I think we're kind of heading towards, because I mean, if you think about it, the cost of having all of these is we are back at square one with cable. I was just about to say that. Yeah. So how. Uh, okay. my, my bad, but you know how you get you get you get your Comcast, then they say if you want HBO, ten dollars. If you want Stars, ten dollars. And what are these apps costing? Ten dollars each. And it's breaking down fucking Paramount, uh, like you said, Disney. Uh, they got one for fucking MTV, BET. Yeah. A lot of them channels was actually like basic cable channels, and now they turning every single thing to a streaming service. Yeah, yeah. and. You had $200 just off apps now. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're going to be heading towards an area where streaming is going to be a la carte. You're going to be paying for the 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 channels or the shows separately. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want stuff that is on CBS, you're going to pay for CBS, you know. But the problem is I think there's so many uh, conglomerations. Like, you're... Warner Brothers and Discovery are now the same channel, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's kind of hard to say, like, I'm not saying it's monopolistic, but it's it's kind of hard to discern, you know, to divide the show up when it's owned by the same people, you know? Right, right. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's dumb. We're back at cable. Like, it's, you know. Yeah. It's, they uh, need to uh, come together on some type of scent, like, I don't know why Paramount made its own self. They everything is like MTV channels and the love dating uh, shows. Yeah, yeah. It, it's full of that. I'm like, bro, come on, y'all need to just come together with fucking Hulu and just add in on that or something. Because yeah, Hulu did good with the Disney. I don't know how that deal worked. Did Disney buy Hulu? Uh, D- yeah, Disney is uh, <laughs> Disney owns Hulu. <laughs> yeah. So Disney owns Hulu as well as Disney Plus. And yeah, Disney Disney owns ABC and Disney owns uh, ESPN and Disney owns a lot, you know? Yeah. But they own bullshit though, because I know they're not doing it separately, but they still like for an extra $4, you can combine them all and an extra $2, you can get no commercials and an extra $3, you can add this show. And they try to make it a hub because if you look at it, it got stars, Showtime, Cinemax, everything else. But it's not even those not even discounted prices because they gotta pay stars. Yeah. But yeah, man. Now even, they got live TV. Yeah, even uh HBO Max has that now. 
where they have hubs too. They have the Adult Swim hub. They yep. have the Turner Classic Movies hub, the HBO hub, you know, and DC. it's like, yeah, yeah. And it's almost kind of like, can I just pay for the hub separately? You know, because I Man. feel like that's where we should just be heading towards, you know, because I mean, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like if I'm buying HBO Max, do I really care? I mean, someone probably doesn't give a shit about DC. Why well, are they why sure. are they paying for DC? Someone yeah. probably doesn't give a shit about MTV. Why are they paying for MTV? You know, and again, yeah. a la carte, I think, seems to be the answer. But right, right. Yeah, it's uh, subscription services for everything now. It sucks. For sure. Ah. So um, everybody subscribe to our new subscription service. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. But uh, like for real, like I hope the screenwriters guild and the the actors guild, they get what they want. They need to get paid. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's no reason why. uh, Because, I mean, with these streaming services, these guys have made or these corporations have made, you know, crazy profits. You know, for sure, for and sure. you're telling me, and, and like I've actually read some of the stuff that they're asking for, like the like, it is not crazy what these guilds are acting or asking for. Like they're not asking for, oh, every writer needs to get a million dollars, you know, down. No, absolutely yeah. not. You know, they basically just want a cost of living adjustment, and they don't want to have to have to work at an IHOP while writing a hit show. You know, right, right. So, I mean, like these corporations can't afford it. It's just, it's greed. You know, they, they just don't want to pay it. So I, I hope, I hope that these guys, you know, keep the fight strong and yeah, like, you're seeing a lot of people step up and help them out. Like, um, Drew Carey, uh, you know, he now is the host of, uh, um, oh, what's that old show? Price is right. Okay. He's the host of Price is right. And he straight up, there's a restaurant nearby where one of the big strikes are happening where they picket a lot. And he basically told all the people that are picketing, hey, if you are hungry and you can't afford a meal, that diner across the street, I'm going to cover the bill. You know, however much you want to eat, you know, when you want to eat, it doesn't matter. Drew Carey's covering that bill. That's go, good, go get some food, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, like you are seeing like the community around Hollywood kind of step up and support these guys. So I hope they get what they are asking for, you know, man. Shout out to Drew Carey, man. Do your yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything else going on? Uh, it ain't too much. My mother's birthday is today. Oh, happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday to, to Mama Red. They, I was about to say that, man. Yeah, Mama Red, Mama Red. <laughs> She at the beach right now enjoying her uh you know her little time and about a water type shit. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Got her a few gifts. She was happy about it. Um, but they left when I was asleep. So hey, I, I told her I didn't want to be uh I know it, it was probably it was probably gonna be romantic because she was she with her man. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. I didn't want to go to the, the beach with her and be like third wheeling it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey guys, how you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, love you, mom. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it was gonna be romantic. It was gonna be around the water, and you're like, I yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Y'all have a great day. Probably that big ass starfish. You feel? Yeah, that, that 135 <laughs> feet. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Y'all have fun. Yeah, but, that's, uh, good. that's about it. Um, yeah, not too much going on in my life right now, man. Just, uh, just got my promotion to a store manager at this new company. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like that's not nothing? Get the yeah, fuck out of here. That's huge. Know, I, I do this, though. I do this, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's expected. You know, if, if yeah, I didn't you know? do it, then that's news. Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. It only took me yeah. like four months to get that position, though. Yeah, that's but, good uh, shit. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate yeah. it. And we already, uh, in my district, I think we like was at nine, ninth place. And now in my one week, we didn't, for the week, we didn't jump up to like fourth. So, hey. yeah, I really do this. Uh, what the fuck is you doing in the back room? Get on the floor, make, make this money. But I say it very <laughs> respectfully. Yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> say it respectfully. Yeah. Really good. You know? good morning, guys. Today we're going to work our asses off. Let's get this right. <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you feel me making money all day in this bitch? Come on, huh? Like, yeah. literally today, bro, uh, we don't open the store until 12, right? And one random guy was looking at me, and I was like, if you know what you want, I'll let this gate open early for you and let, let you buy your stuff. And he was like, well, I want this Ugg boot size 10. Bet. Come on in. Let, let, let the gate open. Close it back. He bought it. Another motherfucker came by. Are you guys open? Only if you know exactly what you want. Uh, I know exactly what I want. And you heard people like, wait, wait. I know what I want, too. So I had, like, three people in the store. They bought their stuff. Uh... Literally made like $700 before we even opened the store, like officially. And our day was only like, what, 23? So it only took like three more hours and we was done. I was like, yeah, congratulations, y'all. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's dope as hell. Yeah. (sighs) What about you, man? Come on, tell me about your your work experiences. Uh. Well, this is going to be like the polar opposite. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, like we, we just had our, uh, uh, so I work in a factory, so we just had our union, uh, agree on a new contract. Not great. Got fucked in the ass, but it is what it is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. How how does those work? Like how do unions work? So that's a good ass question. (laughs) (laughs) No. So basically you, you, you pay a union, uh, monthly dues, you know, like you basically pay them to be a part of the union and they would, when their contract negotiations come up or say any, uh, conflicts happen with your employer, they step in and say, well, hold on. You know, they basically watch your back, you know? So like, uh, um, like say something stupid happened, like you fucked up and dropped something and caused some damage and yeah. your employer's like, you're fired, you know, and your union would step in and do everything they can to make sure that you don't get fired. They will find any sort of loophole to try to keep your job safe, you know, so they, okay. they do watch your back. Cause but, I'm about uh, to ask you, do the union and the employer have any type of beneficial, you know, deal with each other um no usually for the most part they don't interact at all they'll have they'll have a union rep that is someone that is you know like a fellow employee that goes to the union meetings they tell you what's going on you know like hey like corporate wants us to do this the union thinks that we should do this just keep you guys informed you know but i mean like i'm I'm a pro-union guy you know like uaw helped feed my family for decades you know with my grandpa and all that you know yeah so i mean like unions are good um like if you've kept track of like the UPS stuff that happened, they just had a contract agreement. And yeah, I, so what the ad, told me he was the, like, they supposed to get like $40 an hour now because yeah. the old school people was p- getting paid a lot. And the new people was getting paid like 21 yeah. and it was getting dogged, dog walk, bro. Bad. Yeah. So now I think, I think the, what they agree to is that new employees that are part-time are going to start at like 25 an hour. And then okay. depending on how long you've been there, the average full-time employee for UPS is going to make, again, this is average, 
$170,000 a year. All right. So I'm about to leave my job today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be applying for UPS. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, but again, that union, the Teamsters union is one of the biggest unions in the country. So like, and they were threatening to go on a strike. They like, can you yeah. imagine UPS saying we're not going to deliver packages for a week? Yeah. Be, businesses would be affected. You know. My delivery guy told me that in December he was letting me know everything. Yeah. He was like, if you want to get this job before that, that deal hit, you might as well join now. Yeah, but yeah. I never did it. Yeah. But again, they got it done. That's the power of a union. You know, you get higher wages, you get, you know, like they, shout out to those guys. They they deserve that shit, you know. That's what's but, up. And again, you're gonna see a lot of people that aren't a part of that union that are a part of a union saying, Whoa, that's what the fuck the UPS guys are getting we should be asking for this. So yeah, unions look at each other and they, they react, you know, like they, so it's good. Workers across the board are going to be, you know, getting right. what's owed to them, you know? Now as a non union person, cause I, I, I can't do plants. I can't do that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I walked out on my job, uh, like probably a week into it, 40 minutes into my shift. I was just doing my line. If you from Detroit and you worked at a plant called master Nardi, you you know my struggle. Everybody hate that place, <laughs> yeah. bro. That is, is like is it is it like a high turnover plant, bro? That, like that, everybody in that area's worked there at one time. They, they call that bitch the plantation, bro. Oh, that's yeah. not a, not a good name. <laughs> <laughs> it is bad, bro. It's terrible. Like and it, it's off of a, a a temp agency type of thing, right? Okay, okay. So and it's terrible too. So like everybody got to meet at the temp agency, right? And if they need 50 workers and you're number 51, they'll say, go home. Mm-hmm. And you're like, bro, if I work at the temp, you should just like let me know my days I come in. But it's really like whoever get there first is guaranteed. If you're there uh, a minute late or you're not first in line in, in like the account, you get fucked over. And the bad part is, bro, people will be running up to the dude that that, that drive the bus to tell you, come over here. Me, come on, bro. We cool. We know each other. Come on, man. Like you fighting to get a day of work. And Ooh. yeah, it wasn't for me, bro. Yeah. So last time I uh, went there, I was on my shift. It was like 3 a.m. I was catching buses, dude. I was like 17, 18, I mean. And I'm like, I'm over it. <laughs> All right. You guys have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, what's going on? I'm like, uh, I'm just going home. I don't know how I got to leave this thing. I right. right, climb a fence right now if I got to, but uh, I'm okay. No, just take a break and, and think. I'm okay, sir. Yeah. Take care. You know what I'm saying? And that job was so weird, bro. Like, it was full of everybody from the hood. I get it. But, uh. One dude uh, tried to fight me, bro, on some real drunk. I was about to beat the hell out of him. He tried to fight me because I wasn't talking about, talking about uh, all my sexual experiences. He like, bro, what type of bitch-ass person don't talk that, about this? That is a factory for you. <laughs> you feel me? Like, drama. Like, he a bitch here. This, this, this. Bro, if, if he was a real man, he'd be doing this. You know what? I bet you if he say something crazy to me, I'll fight him. And I, I was in the seat. Like two seats above him, like, hey, bro, what the fuck you just said? <laughs> you feel me? Like he really thought I was on a different bus. Oh, 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 no, no, no. I said no. That's how this shit outside. But when it really came down, so he went about that life. He just all talked, trying to show out in front of all the girls. And I told him I worked at Foot Locker and Abercrombie and Fetch. 
oh, uh, all right, y'all, y'all have a great life. But I still was trying to get some side money. He don't work there. If you work here, like, they have that crab in a barrel type of vibe. Like, uh-huh. no one will ever leave the plant. This is life forever. And I'm like, I came in one day on purpose with my stripes on and my uh my name tag and everything. <gasps> oh my god, he really did get a job. He did. That is I'm, wild, <laughs> bro. Like, it, 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 you can't even call it high school. This is middle school, bro. Yeah, it was terrible. But uh, ever since then, I said, plants is not for me, bro. Yeah, no, it's I get terrible. it. I get it. Like, uh, I do see some of that, but like our our plant is is good. Like it's it's you're you're lucky to have that job when you get there. You know, like the, okay. That's like, what's up. It's it's not like you're, you know, breaking your back every day, you know, oh, like yeah. it's, you know, so it's the wages are good, you know, like they treat you very well. Like uh the boss there is super super cool. Like Okay. Um he's not too by the book, so like if there's something that you should be getting written up on, like for the most part he's like got your back, you know. Yeah. To to an extent, you know, like any good yeah, Don't boss. be fucking up. Don't yeah, be fucking yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, to, to an extent, you know. Uh, but but yeah, like uh, I do understand. Like that's one thing that like uh, like when we we're going through the contract, and you're just like, man, like how the fuck do these guys vote for the shit like this, you know? And then you're like, well, judging by the you know the break room conversation, yeah, these guys aren't scientists, you know, <laughs> you know. So I mean, like I, I get it, you know. These are guys at the end of the day, they're just trying to you know feed their kids, you know. So okay, can't can't be mad at it, right? I used to think completely opposite of uh, unions. I thought it was kind of like a mob thing. Like they you used pay, to they used you to pay be. me to look out for you for any issues at this job. But they low key was, you know, you paying me to watch your back from myself yeah. type shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it very much used to be back in like the the fifties and sixties, like the Jimmy, okay. the Jimmy Hoffa UAW era. You know. Yeah. Um, like uh, back then it was more like political, like, like politics money was getting into it. Cause like Damn. the unions back then were so big that it was like, Hey, like we'll give you a big chunk of money. If you tell your guys to vote this way, like, Oh, for like campaigns and shit, like political campaigns. I got it. I got and so it. that money kind of, you know, then the mob got involved and then like, there was so much money going around, you know, like you, you could literally, you know, at the snap of a finger, if you paid the right guy enough money, oh, this site's going to be closed today. No workers coming in, you know? Damn. And yeah. So, like, they, it was almost, it was manipulation, like, they, to the point where it was excessive, you know? That's yeah. why people kind of broke up a bunch of unions. But nowadays, it's it's not like that anymore. Okay. Like, Ford was paying the mob people, like, fuck you, Dodge. Like uh, yeah, we basically. Be good. <laughs> yeah, ba- basically. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna slash okay. all the tires in the lot. Yeah. You feel me, <laughs> bro? Yeah. I heard Ford. Uh, Henry Ford was like a cartoony style evil person. Uh, Ford was. Uh, I don't want to talk out of turn, but if I remember correctly, and I think I am, Ford was anti-Semitic. Like he, for sure. He, yeah, he did not like Jewish people, and he was. He had a picture of Hitler on his uh, desk. I kept hearing a lot of reports say that Hitler sent him like handwritten notes. You know, like, yeah, like wrote him. You know, and yeah, like liked liked his uh, the way that he ran because mm-hmm. you know Henry Ford was the one that brought in the uh, um, the assembly line. You know, and you know made it what it is, and 
Germans ate that up. They loved it, you know. Yeah. And the one of the Germans that loved it was Hitler. <laughs> wow, man. He was those those pen pals. Yeah. Well, then uh, again, like you also did like uh there's a bunch of that stuff historically where like like uh Saddam Hussein uh was was given the key to the city of Detroit, I think. Did you know right. that? Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did he get Detroit, bro? Because the one of the largest Islamic centers in the country is in Dearborn. It is. I I Uh, visited it one time. That was partially funded by Saddam Hussein. (laughs) Dearborn, did you know this? Or are you trying again, to keep again, it under wraps? I could be wrong, but okay, I'm, 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 this. I'm pretty certain I'm right. Like oh. he, he, he did receive a, like, uh, you know, some sort of award. I'm pretty sure it was the key to the city. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Was uh, it the key to Dearborn then? Do they give out keys? I don't know. It, it, was it? Okay. Was it really Detroit? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty certain. I can look this up right now. Yeah, um, please do, bro. Detroit, how do we keep letting this bullshit happen, bro? This was before uh, the war, obviously. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh. Yes. We need to look up who all had keys of the city because Detroit. If you if you fucking up this bad, uh, let me look this up. Holy shit! There's like a. Saddam Hussein was given in 1980 um, for donations he made to a local church. He gave money to fund the Sacred Heart uh, Chaldean Church in Detroit. Okay, so it wasn't the Islamic Center. Uh, He donated $200,000, so that's why he was given the key. Okay. Jerome, he got one 2006. All right, we back black. A Detroit native. Elmo's got the key to the city. What the fuck? That rapist bastard. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that monster was given the key. <laughs> Are we t- green Elmo? Are we talking the fucking Muppets? Nah, nah. Muppets, Muppets, Muppets get real time stuff. You feel me? Damn. But I think we are. I think we're good on time. Most definitely. Yeah. You know, just, just not a whole lot going on. But uh, you know, got into some various topics. You know. But uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. Uh, hopefully next week Paris will be back. Yes, sir. Uh, but this has been Off the Top with Eric Paris and Red. And uh, yeah, talk to you guys later. Without the Paris. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. <laughs> yeah.